Welcome to the Texas Values Report. This is Jonathan Sines, president of Texas Values. Great to be with you on another glorious week in the state of Texas. And we're about a week away from Christmas. It's getting exciting. All right. I'm in the Christmas spirit. And, you know, I've still got some work to do, some shopping to do, some parties to attend, all that good stuff. A few more lights I might want to put up outside the house just to, you know, just to add a little bit more touch to it. But uh, as much as we're going to talk about Christmas and celebrate that a little bit on this show, we've got some important things that we want to talk about as it relates to the issues of faith, family, and freedom. And if you're new to the show, We talk about those issues as they relate to the state of Texas and sometimes outside of our state in the arenas of the courts, the legislature, and the media. And we like to bring on friends of ours from time to time that are involved in that work, sometimes at the state level, but also at the national level. You know, a lot of times the work in the state of Texas does impact things outside of our state as well. And that's usually a good thing when we can do some great work here in the state of Texas and we can have a positive impact across the country, and sometimes across the world. And there's a great organization that helps us do that a lot of times, and that's Family Policy Alliance. And our guest today is Craig DeRoach, who is the president and CEO of Family Policy Alliance. He's got a show and a program he does quite often. He's had me on two times, so I'm sort of behind. I've got to play catch up. This is his first time to be on the Texas Values Report. Craig, welcome to the Texas Values Report. Hey, Jonathan. Thanks for having me on. And if if you weren't such a big deal nationally, you wouldn't have been on the show two times. But you guys are really really hitting it out of the park and Texas is really leading the country. And, but it's great for me to come on from outside of Texas and share that news and to be on your show. So thanks for having me. Well, that might mean Craig just earned himself a spot in our end of year wrap up live (laughs) show that we do because he's good at making pitches for us. Uh, But, you know, look, I appreciate that, Craig. We've seen each other quite a bit this year, shoulder to shoulder at times. We were up in, you know, in front of the U.S. Supreme Court together recently. The life issue has gotten a lot of attention this year. There's been a lot of excitement. There's been a lot of momentum. There's been a lot of things that, you know, really to to feel good about. Um, We don't know what the Supreme Court's going to do on the Mississippi case. And this is a case that protects babies after 15 weeks of pregnancy. But we know what they've done on the Texas heartbeat law. So we've already got that decision there where the Texas heartbeat law prevailed last week, a week ago, last Friday. And and the way the the court works, they're not going to take that issue up for some time um, again, if ever. So Texas could not be in a stronger position. I'll talk about that in a little minute. But the Mississippi case, they've got to make a decision before the end of June, the Supreme Court's term, they wrap up their cases that are argued within nine month period or 10 month period. And usually by the end of June, they'll issue those decisions. So we'll know something about that then. But you know, in the middle of all this, Craig, y'all been doing some some great work. I wanna, wanna let you um, really lay out to our supporters and listeners a little bit about your organization and how you tie into what we do. And then we'll talk a little bit more in depth about the issues. Yeah, well, thank you for that. Family Policy Alliance was uh, founded, uh, James Dobson, who founded Focus uh, on the Family Alliance, Defending Freedom, Family Research Council, and, and, and Family Policy Alliance. And while there's different areas of focus, Focus on the Family is programmatic focus, uh, FRC uh, in Washington, D.C., uh, Alliance Defending Freedom and Legal, our, our key is, and it's in our name, Alliance, Family Policy Alliance. And we get to host this amazing, our, our, our most important alliance is, is the one that Texas Values is a part of. And, and uh, Texas Values is one, they, they have peers. They, they have uh, 39 other states uh, that have organizations and combined, uh, um, and I hope everybody on the show is supporting Jonathan and his team. They're, 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 they're leading the country, as I, I said at the start of the show. But 
combined, they're a really big deal. It's about uh, uh, 30, getting close to $35 million of revenue, 325 full-time employees, 40,000 churches, millions of of advocates, Uh, not just the week before the election, Jonathan, as you know, but nurturing those relationships, educating people, being prepared to respond, whether it's at a a local school board meeting, whether that's in, in the state house, or whether it's uh, um, to uh, have people rally and, and inform the federal legislators on, on uh, uh, the issues that are before them in Washington, D.C. at the state level and, and how important that is. And I know we're going to talk more about what um, the, the Supreme Court says, but there really isn't more important organizations. A lot of people think, well, I'll just send my money to the national group. you got to do local. I'll tip O'Neill. Democrats said all politics is local. He was right uh, on that issue. Uh, the way to persuade people uh, you, you've seen it with the policies of Texas values. You've seen it uh, uh, nationally. We saw it in Virginia and New Jersey when when uh, organizations like Texas values went and mobilized uh, what they're calling mama bears, you know, uh, um, of, of what can happen, the power of, of this. And uh, my job, it, it's a it's a privilege to work every day at it. it it's to, um, uh, you know, host this or th- this alliance bring in the national uh, other alliance partners, educate. We have uh, programs where we educate state legislators. We've had a lot of success with that, a lot of good people out in there in Texas. Um, And people have asked us to expand that this year to uh, members of Congress, and we did, and the members of Congress love it. And now we're talking about this year, uh, 2022, I should say this year, uh, um, educating uh, uh, Christian school board members on how to push back. And then, of course, we all get together and we leverage each other's uh, infrastructures to mobilize locally, across the state um, and nationally. And there's no more important year to do that than in 2022. Well, we're talking with Craig DeRoach. He's president and CEO of Family Policy Alliance, a national organization that works on the same principles that Texas Values works on, religious freedom, marriage and family, and pro-life. And because they are at a national level, they work with state organizations. They also interact at the federal level. And I say a lot of times gives us, give us air cover, if you will, for some of the work we're doing. A lot of things that happen in Texas will get attention outside of our state, particularly with the media. And a lot of times the the leftists, the the one-sided media, they won't tell the story, particularly on social media, right? And so when, when we do something here in the state, it's not like if you're on social media and you're in another state, you're not going to see it. The other side will usually try to pile on and really create this impression that there are all these people that are sort of against some of these policies. And that's what we'll call in our friends at the national level, like Family Policy Alliance, to give us insight. But not only that, to take from their experiences from other states and at the national level and say, hey, what are y'all hearing on this issue? Because a lot of times that happens, Craig, in our state legislature. Um, elected officials will say, well, is this an issue in other states? What's happening in some of those states? What's going on with litigation? And so it's great that y'all are able to provide a lot of uh, collaborative and accumulative information to to see some of those numbers and see the impact and how those issues are being treated. A lot of us have been spending a lot of time on pro-life issues. Y'all were one of the first national groups, if not the first, to come on board to support the Texas Heartbeat Law in 2021. That has been a huge victory, Craig. Since the, September 1st, that law has been in effect. Over 15,000 lives have been saved. Now, twice, not once, but twice, this case, this, um, excuse me, the Texas heartbeat law has been up at the U.S. Supreme Court. The Texas heartbeat law has prevailed. One of the lawsuits completely gone. The Department of Justice, Biden administration's Department of Justice, completely dismissed eight to one, almost unanimously. I think that says a lot. I mean, you know, look, as a lawyer, I know if you if your case, if your law goes up to the Supreme Court twice and you're still surviving, you're still existing, you're still intact, you're prevailing. 
Well, that's a very strong precedent, but it's allowed the conversation to open up too and people to get more comfortable. And that's where y'all have been coming in with now your new After Row project. Tell us a little bit about the After Row project and why it's so timely. Well, I'll tell you what, thank you for that, Jonathan. And that's exactly that that's exactly it. And we want to share out from Texas what you all are doing. We want to help you bring in to Texas what other states have done that, that have gone before in different issues. But uh, after Rose a big deal. Uh, we had as a team last summer. Um, got together and the spirit was kind of moving in all of us. And we said, we think this is the deal. This is going to happen. Roe is either going to be significantly curtailed or eliminated altogether. And we just really felt that that was what the spirit was putting on our heart and prayer. And so we asked ourselves, what do we do about that? Um, we know that um, banning drugs doesn't make them unavailable. You know, we've tried that with, you know, uh, pornography, drugs, gambling, you you name it. We're in this to save every baby's life. I, I think that I speak for everybody at Texas Values when we say that too. And so how do we actually plan for an after row culture in America? How do we uh, bring this beyond our deeply held religious convictions on this and our belief that every uh, uh, baby is born and can, in, it created in the image of God from conception that maybe other people don't fully grasp or they're not there yet? We hope they get there. Um, to change the national narrative, to get people fighting and being on the side, as we say, the voice of these most voiceless uh, people uh, months away from, from entering this world and years away from being able to defend themselves. Um, how do we get behind that? And, and what if we developed a campaign called After Row, I think appropriately, and uh, Texas Values is one of the first people that said, we're in, we, we want to be a part of that. Other national organizations, many of your viewers would know of, and, and we hope they're supporting them too, Susan B. Anthony List, uh, uh, Concerned Women for America, Students for Life, March for Life, great organizations all said, that's what we need to do. You know, we're, we're all pulling in the same direction. We have different techniques and different tactics. Texas is going a different way than Arkansas and, and Mississippi and Louisiana. That's fine. But when it comes to the strategy of having an after row culture that honors God and protects the lives of each of these child children, uh, um, what do we need to do? And be prepared first and foremost. If people say, what's the first step? Well, the first step is most legal scholars would say the Supreme Court is going to say that abortion policy, as abhorrent as this sounds, uh, it is not going to be a federal policy. It's going to be a state policy. Uh, in Look, other words, and, and I'll just tie in here real quick, the website afterroad.com, if you want to check it out. That's right. And I think it's important for people to remember that if the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade, which we expect the anticipation, the expectation, if you will, the belief is this is the best environment opportunity. There's so many things surrounding what's going on right now with that issue that this is the, the most likely time we, we're ever to see this happen is right now during this Supreme Court term. And so, but if that happens, that just means the issue goes back to the states. That doesn't right. mean all of a sudden in all 50 states, abortion is banned through all stages of pregnancy. That means the states then get to decide, the people get to decide. Texas has already spoken on that issue. We passed a law this session as well, making it clear that we're going to protect babies from abortion if the Supreme Court overturns Roe versus Wade. Plus, we already have laws that are still in the books from when Roe, before Roe versus Wade, because a lot of people may know this, some may not. Roe versus Wade was a Texas case. Henry right. Wade was the district attorney for Dallas County at that time. Roe was Norma McCorvey, and she went on to be a pro-life supporter, never had an abortion, but that's a little bit of history of that case. But so we're, we're doing that preparation now. And the pregnancy centers are so key to this, as you know, Craig. We're talking with Craig DeRoach, president and CEO of Family Policy Alliance, a national organization that Texas Values often partners with on some of these key issues. 
there are over 400 or close to 400 nonprofit pregnancy care centers in the state of Texas. They're ready to help women through the process of when, um, when they're having a baby and, and afterwards, right? They're there for the mother, they're for the child, they're there for the family. There's so many like that. They're close to 3,000 across the country. I know y'all been supportive of those type of entities. And so we're not waiting for the Supreme Court to decide, and then we're going to uh, start engaging in these activities. There's a hundred million dollars in the state of Texas that is allocated that's there for these type of charitable efforts. So we're engaged in that now. We've been preparing for years, but I think it's getting ratcheted up a little bit more too with anticipation of what the Supreme Court may do. Amen. And, and Texas is really led on this, Jonathan. Um, you, you start seeing what the left is doing. You know, you got the governor of uh, California saying he's going to use uh, COVID bailout money to fly people from Texas for free, pay for their airfare to to uh, 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 kill their baby uh, in California. Um, Biden is saying he's going to ship free medications into Texas. Um, so that's what we mean by after row. There, you know, the, there's going to be a big fight and, and we're going to have to be in it. Uh, for the short term and the long term, uh, because these lives are worth fighting for. And the miracle, the miracle that I know people are awakening to in Texas with your leadership at Texas Values and all of you on this uh, live stream that support them is there are, I believe we can say thousands now, right, Jonathan? It was hundreds the first time you and I talked because it was days into it. Yeah. Thousands we of, of, of babies that are going to be born um, and so that fight has to continue with each of these moves from the lap to try to circumvent Texas and, and, and to harm these babies. Uh, Texas values the first line of defense. And I know you're going to keep churning out the good policy, uh, um, working with the people, get the right people in the legislature there uh, um, to, to fight back with, with these radical uh, abortionist uh, strategies that, that they're trying to levy on you to, to push back right now. No, there's no doubt about that. We're talking with Craig DeRoach president and CEO of Family Policy Alliance. If you want to support the efforts of Texas Values, you can make that tax-deductible donation today, preferably uh, by midnight on December 31st, the end of the year. We've got a matching grant in place, $50,000 donations up to that amount are going to be matched by a challenge from some very generous supporters that want to motivate and inspire you to give. They've already made a decision to invest in our work. There's also a great website, just on the heartbeat law that we set up, texasheartbeatlaw.com. Craig mentioned a number, it was hundreds, now it's thousands of lives we estimated that are safe from abortion. The abortion entities are, they're proclaiming publicly that they're, they've stopped doing abortions as they're litigating and trying to file lawsuits against the Texas heartbeat law. They know it's in effect. It can be enforced any day and they're gonna be liable if they violate it. And so, but every day that, and really every hour, that number's being updated and estimated by the amount of abortions that are usually performed throughout the year in Texas. So you can go there every day and see what's the number now. How many babies, babies do we estimate have been saved? Craig, I want to talk about another issue, too, that we teamed up with. This is the women's sports issue. This issue's yeah. gotten a lot of attention, and it's far from over. Whereas the abortion movement, the pro-life movement, excuse me, the abortion issue and the pro-life movement, it's far from over as well. But we've got a lot of momentum. We've been working on this issue for decades. The Save Women's Sports issue, in some ways, has been around for a while, but really is new. These are biological boys and men that want to compete in girls' and women's sports, we were able to tackle that issue, excuse me, with legislation here in the state of Texas to where we've got policy now, um, excuse me, lost part of my, my earphone here. We have policy now for high school level that you can, that makes it clear that biological boys cannot compete against girls in high school and middle school sports. We still need to get to the issue in college here in Texas, but at least we've got a new state law 
at the high school level, this issue continues to get a lot of concern. There's been a, a new case that's come up um, where this issue's come up as well in the swimming industry. And, and I think we're just going to see more and more of that happen. But I just want to acknowledge that because your team was so great to be a part of that. Nicole Hudgens was here with us on the ground, uh, a former member of the Texas Values team. And, and so yeah, we stole her. Up. Yeah. But no, she's, <laughs> look, she is, she's, she, I mean, look, she went to the Trump administration, got great experience there, and now continues to make a difference from the, for the movement, right? And so, I, but I want to acknowledge that because having a national organization come in and give that perspective, team up with us, um, was a big part of us getting success on that issue. Well, it, it's a big part of it. And, and this is uh, both very easy for people to understand, so therefore it's easy to talk about. But because of the subject matter, sometimes it's hard to talk about. And, and people, if you read the headlines, you think that the whole world is is gone uh, crazy, where they're uh, uh, calling something's big lies, but they're saying it's the truth that a 13 year old or a nine year old can change their gender uh, magically. And um, bad things happen uh, uh, when these policies of the left are put in place. Um, a, a boy raped a girl in Virginia. Um, before they even passed the, they, they were implementing, uh, uh, the policy, uh, um, by fiat in the classrooms, uh, before the school board even voted and, and a boy, uh, put a dress on, went in wow. and, and, uh, and raped a young lady. He is convicted. It's not, uh, I'm not just making a random accusation. Um, and they tried to cover it up in, in California, Washington, uh, men are transferring into women's prisons and they're raping the women and, and they're spending their time trying to cover it up. Um, this is an attack on women. This is an attack on families. People get this. The polling shows that uh, with girls sports, um, 35 with, with every media celebrity TV show trying to cram this radical ideology down people's throats through their eyes and infecting everything. They've only persuaded 35% of Democrats to agree with them on girls sports, 18% of um, independents, folks. There is more support for people there was more opposition to the, you know, revolutionary war in America, you know, than that. They, they, they haven't convinced anybody in America. And um, 37% of independent women in Virginia that voted for Joe Biden in 2020 voted for Glenn Youngkin. I didn't say 3.7%, Jonathan. I said 37% voted for one party and switched to the other. I mean, that's double the impact too. And, and um, it's going to be a big deal in Texas. What Texas Values is doing um, I think is it, it, it's proper to say it, it's the most important issue. If you ask what, why are people that are, are open, they're not locked into their tribe, Republican or Democrat, they're going to make a decision of who they want to support. Um, it's going to be the issues that Texas Values is talking about. And, and um, it begins with the work you're doing on abortion and, and uh, girls sports. And uh, but people need to uh, heed what you said. They need to support you. Because it's not just about you balancing your books right now. It's about us gaining ground back, you know, in 2022. Well, look, and, the, and the work doesn't stop, even though, you know, the holidays come up and, you know, there are Christmas breaks and New Year's Eve. I mean, the, the other side is, is constantly working. And just real quick, I want to uh, engage Natalie from our team. I can't see the countdown clock very well. So where are we on time? Okay. All right. She gave me a good hand signal. Now I'm in good shape. Um, so, <laughs> just, you know, so some logistical issues you got to work through sometimes because I want to stay on top of our timing and make sure we cover the good information that we want to during the time that we have with you. We're talking with Craig DeRoach. He is president and CEO of Family Policy Alliance, a wonderful national organization that partners with Texas Values and really has that relationship with state groups 
all across the country. There are about 40 family policy councils that team up and work together. We submitted an amicus brief to the U.S. Supreme Court on the Mississippi case, the one that makes it clear that babies are protected after 15 weeks of development. That's the case that is before the U.S. Supreme Court. And, um, and you can support our efforts at Texas Values at txvalues.org, Family Policy Alliance. I think their website is familypolicyalliance.org. All spelled out. Dot com, dot com. Yep. All spelled out, Family Policy Alliance. And, you know, look, this is what, what makes it interesting about this case before the U.S. Supreme Court. And I want to conclude some of our comments with that. You've had pro-life cases, pro-life laws that have gone before the U.S. Supreme Court. This one, the way it's positioned legally, allows us to directly challenge Roe versus Wade. I don't think there's any question. The way they analyze pro-life laws moving forward, that's absolutely going to change. They may go as far, if you will, as overturning Roe versus Wade. I think five votes are there to do it, and that's what you need. Um, but we'll see. You can't um, you know, really start working as if that's going to happen until the opinion's written. But I think this is the as close as we've ever been, and it's likely to happen. That's why you've got your website, afterrow.com, to talk about some of these things. But why it matters so much, as you and I know, Craig, this is an issue of life and death. That came out very clearly in the oral argument. And as people are connecting more with the heartbeat and, and understanding how early you know, the baby develops, I think the culture is ready for this change. I agree 100%, Jonathan. You and I were together in front of the Supreme Court. One of my observations were it didn't appear to me there was anybody under the age of 30 there uh, for that, that uh, supports abortion. It didn't look like anybody was there randomly. It looked like everybody was there was getting paid to be there. You know, they had printed signs. Uh, they, they had their organizational name. And uh, they, they were of, of the generation that probably advocated for Roe versus Wade. I think kids know. Uh, the science is caught up that we're talking about babies here and, and uh, the, um, the trajectory of America, it's been tough. We enslaved human beings for, for 68 years, I think, uh, in America, because the Supreme Court would issue rulings to try to equivocate or, 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 or to uh, um, compromise the value of equality. And now we've gone through 49 years of, of killing human beings as policy in, in, in um, our country. Our country's founding documents, there's nothing wrong with those. Uh, what's wrong with it is 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 the implementation of these rulings that need to just like the Supreme Court throughout those old racist uh, uh, pro-slavery uh, rulings they need to throw out these horrifying uh, um, decisions like Roe versus Wade that fly in the face of what our country was founded for in that pursuit of life, liberty, and in the pursuit of happiness and the equality uh, that we're trying to work to. We're not perfect. But, but uh, um, this is an aberration. This is the biggest thing in, in, in our country's way. And um, I, I just thank God every day that um, we have a Supreme Court. You're absolutely right. For it, with all indications be that they are open to overturning Roe versus Wade and that we can begin that preparation and we can, we can start planning for uh, that. And, and I get to talk on the phone here in Texas where it's yeah. already hey, a reality look, today. That's, and that's and one to of say, the let's, let's do it. Is we don't even have to wait until they overturn Roe versus Wade uh, even though that would certainly put us in a stronger position. But the Texas heartbeat law has been allowed to stand. It's prevailed twice at the U.S. Supreme Court. So when a baby's heartbeat is detected, that life is protected. That could be as early as four, five, or six weeks of development. That could be the earliest time that a woman could even know that she's pregnant. And, and that's about that, that's incredibly strong as far as you think about pro-life laws and protection. It's fully in effect. We're saving lives every day here in the state of Texas 
what an amazing Christmas gift that has been and a gift that keeps on giving. And, and so, and it's exciting and encouraging. We just got a couple of minutes left. I'm going to wrap up. Um, and then I'm going to have some concluding comments after we let Craig go. But I just want to acknowledge again, how grateful we are to partner with you this year to work with your team, Autumn, John Paulton, Nicole, so many um, a great, I know some new team members that yours that you brought on. I can't remember their names off the top of my head, but y'all continue to grow and do great work. We look forward to doing that in the future. 2021 has been an exceptional, extraordinary year. And so much of the reason was that for that was because we were able to work together with you at Family Policy Alliance. And so, Greg, I just want to say thank you. I want to say God bless you and Merry Christmas. Thank you. God bless you guys too. And Merry Christmas and looking forward to continuing that momentum in 2022, brother. You bet. Craig DeRoach from Family Policy Alliance has been our guest today on the Texas Values Report. All right, we're going to let Craig go. I'm in a couple of concluding comments. It is Friday if you're watching this live. If they're giving you any trouble about your Christmas party in your public school, check out MerryChristmasTexas.com. There is a state law that protects the discussion and celebration of Christmas in public schools. We help pass that law. We've got a website, MerryChristmasTexas.com. You can print out a one-pager to clear up any issues that come up. Also, there's a matching grant in place if you want to support our efforts, txvalues.org. Make that tax-deductible donation. And I didn't get a chance to get into this, but the Biden administration has issued a new rule that allows for abortion drugs to be mailed through the, put, pushed through the mail without a woman seeing a, um, a doctor in person. We have a state law that says, uh-uh, you can't do that in Texas. So we'll see how that plays out. That's not congressional law. That's bureaucrats pushing this policy forward. We've got state law that says you can't do that. We'll see how that works out for the Biden administration. They've been losing every time they've tried to be aggressive towards our state recently. We expect a similar outcome, but check out our website, txvalues.org. We help pass that pro-life law here in the state of Texas. Matter of fact, Governor Abbott signed that law at our event, um, a ceremonial signing at the Texas Values Public Policy event. Just many of the reasons why you should consider supporting us at txvalues.org. What a wonderful Christmas gift. Given someone's name, however you want to approach it, plenty of opportunities and options there. txvalues.org. You can help us protect faith, family, and freedom in the state of Texas. So Merry Christmas. God bless you. And we'll talk to you next week on the Texas Values Report.